Hello and welcome to the Sheffield Digital Podcast with me, Sarah Lister. In this episode, we asked Dash Tabor, how did you get here? Founder of an AI machine learning startup called Tuba. So welcome, Dash. As I said earlier, it was so great to see your presentation at Sheffield Women in Tech. What's the story behind your route into tech? Oh, my route into technology was one that wasn't necessarily expected. Um, actually, growing up, I didn't think that technology was for me. I thought it was way too complicated and really mathy and something that I just thought, well, there's just not a place for me in technology. Um, and then when I finished my master's, which was in city planning and sustainable development, I wanted to do a job that didn't pay enough to pay my student loans. So I said, okay, well, I need to find a job that does pay enough to do my student loans and surprisingly found myself in a like project management position in a tech company. And from there really started to understand the way technology works and the way data works. My entire career has been building data propositions and, um, and data products. So I kind of just, I guess, started to get comfortable. Um, the first few years were very uncomfortable, um, but you know, it's, it's a skill that you can really, really learn. Um, and there's a lot of different places for a lot of different people. I realize now. How did you get that first job then? It was actually a friend of a friend and actually in like incredibly, I, one of my friends had started working at this tech company and they had it put me up for an interview and I had gotten the job and turned it down to go do my master's. I think it even said something along the lines of, I want to do my master's and I'm not sure that technology is for me. Um, and then a year later, I'd finished my degree and I needed a job and they reached out to me again and said, if you want it, you can have it. Um, that same position's available. So it, I actually knew someone who knew someone. Um, and that's how I ended up getting getting my first job in tech. And what were the skills that you had then? And what would you say that you've added to the mix since then? I think I pretty much all I had then was probably organization and some determination. Um, and I the ability to problem solve in a sense, um, you know, it was a very low level entry level position. I was just kind of doing the admin for the technical support team. Um, but from there, I definitely grew. So I think the biggest skills that I've learned is you know, how to prioritize, um, how to communicate in tech, how to communicate to multiple different stakeholders, how to see um, opportunities in both from a technical perspective, but also a market perspective. So being able to say, look, there's a market for this, and this is how you take this idea to market. Um, I mean, I honestly, the skills that I've learned are so wide and so broad. And you'll see a lot of places actually are taking the processes that we use in technology and applying them across lots of different industries now just because they work. And how did you get to this point now where you're the founder of Tuba? What's the journey been like for you? How would you best describe it? <laughs> uh windy um <laughs> you know somebody had told me when I was doing my master's when I wanted to do you know 
developing nation community development that I would be an AI machine learning deep tech founder. Um, I probably will laugh in their face. Um, I would, well, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that it's, well, I, I mean, I guess once I kind of settled in tech, then it became a lot easier to work my way through the steps of moving up and gathering those skills. But I guess it was probably about five, six years ago, I just decided I'm going to want to start my business one day. And I kind of drew out a skills matrix of what skills do I need? Um, and then I spent time working in different companies that would allow me to have those skills. So I would say, really, it was a very defined process of, of learning different skills, seeing different ways that it was done, and then being crazy enough to take the link, the leap. <laughs> Why did you start Tuba? Well, I originally started, well, I, so I guess I kind of see the world in data opportunities, right? And propositions. And so I was really looking at um, different experiences and what data was connected to those experiences. And I was really tired of an armpit in my face on the London underground. Um, I felt like it was insane that we had this fancy technology of machine learning and AI, and we had all this data why wouldn't that solve that problem for me? Like, why wasn't data solving this problem for me? And when I started looking into it, I realized that actually the technology that allows for smaller data sets, so making a prediction at station platform carriage level, just didn't exist um, and didn't exist in, in the way that I, I wanted it to be in a quick, agile, easy to use manner. Um, and so we started developing that technology with the, the London Underground use case in mind, um, taking open data that we could find to, to prove that this technology could be um, developed. And then we're really impressed by our results and so were other people. So we had high demand for that technology in other in other spaces of other industries. And we've started selling the tech as a machine learning AI as a service. So you were living and working in London at the time, were you? Yes, I was. I was I'd spent most of my time in London um, up to that point. And it was just right before the pandemic that I thought, oh, it's time to is trying to start researching if this thing is actually something worth building. So is that how you spent your time during the pandemic, during the lockdowns and everything? Yeah, yeah. I kept myself very busy doing market research, trying to find the right founder, uh, trying to determine where to build the business and grow the business. Yeah, I, I mean, I really kind of loved it because I didn't have to worry about any FOMO. I was, everybody else was at home, bored, and I had a project to work on. So, so yeah, it worked quite nicely for me. So then what brought you to Sheffield? So I actually, my partner is from nearby. Um, and so I spent most of the lockdowns in Doncaster, which kind of tapped me into the South Yorkshire region. And then as I started to hire, I found that the people I was hiring in, were in Sheffield. Um, and that tapped me into the startup ecosystem. And now we're, we're hooked. So we're very committed to growing the region and growing our business here. Are things moving in the direction that you expected? Um, I mean, yes, 
And no, I mean, I think everybody always expects just this overnight success of this crazy hockey stick and it's going to be easy and it's great. And we're going to be as big as Elon Musk and any of the others and just overnight success. In the reality, that's not the way it works. It's a whole bunch of learning and bumps and bruises and, you know, kind of hitting yourself in the head saying, oh, I should have seen that coming or wow, I would have never seen that coming. Um, but overall, I'm quite impressed with what we've been able to achieve. We've built patent pending technology. Um, we're growing a whole new methodology for machine learning and AI, which I really believe will become the foundation of these technologies in the coming years. Um, we're at the start of a brand new small data market, which is expected to grow at a 40% compounded rate over the next few years. We've, you know, we have customers, we have we've raised which is amazing at my stage um of a business i think it's 0.18 percent of women raise um, and we've managed to raise both from angels and venture capital funds so overall i think that it's a lot it's a lot of times it's hard to look to, to take where you are right now and think that you've done a lot but if you look back then you know i think we have to give ourselves a little bit of a pat on the back how do you get through the highs and lows of being a founder? Oh, I mean, I think it's different every day, right? Um, I think one thing that's really important is having your why. Uh, it's something that I didn't really appreciate. Um, and I think my why's changed a lot over the last you know, couple of years as I've been trying to do this. Um, when I started, I really just wanted to see what new skills I could grow and, and that kind of wasn't enough. Um, and then I realized that family really is a strong driver in my why. And then I have this huge passion for being able to support female founders and underrepresented founders um, and skills and hopefully eventually one day money. So a lot of times when I'm having a hard day and I think really, wouldn't it be so much easier just to get a nine to five, I'd get paid more and I'd have a better life balance. Um, and then I realized that say do, doing that, I would potentially give up those future goals or at least make it harder to get there. So right now that's, that's the things that keep driving me forward. And I also would say it's all the people that believe in us. Um, and, and I think we have a lot of that, a lot of people who believe in us in Sheffield. So there's nothing like walking into Sheffield tech parks and seeing a whole bunch of people who are like, yeah, you can do it. This is great. Like we think you're great. Or we talked to so-and-so who thinks you're great. And, and you just realize actually just because I'm having a moment doesn't necessarily mean that everybody else is. Um, and so that typically will shake me out of my, my, what am I doing with my life moment and say, no, actually, this is what I want to be doing. And if all of this ended, it would, I would be devastated. Right. Do you feel like you have to be quite a resilient person to put yourself in this position? Yes, I do. But I also think that anybody who could grow that resilience if they really, if they really wanted to, right? I mean, you have to be willing to admit that you don't know something. You have to take hard criticism quite regularly. You have to kind of be able to pick through, I don't know, I think you have to be a little bit crazy of just really truly believing in yourself in order to do it. But um, so yeah, there's definitely resilience there, but I think the resilience that I have now is actually 
developed as opposed to something that I had at the beginning of it. And I will say one of the things that helped me the most is when I was got over being scared of failing, then we started doing so much better as a business. Like when I was able to put myself out there, letting everybody know I'm founding a business, not scared that if it didn't work out, you know, having to admit that it didn't work out. Cause I think for, you know, especially in the beginning, I was like, well, I'll just kind of do it on the side and, and see what happens. And that never works. You got to throw your whole self in and you got to realize that like failing can still be very positive um, and just let go of that fear of failing. Yeah. It can, it can take a lot of your, well, all of your energy to try and maintain some like full-time work alongside doing something on the side in the evenings and weekends. Yeah very tiring yeah th- th- things out. I was so happy when I was like yeah I was really happy when I could finally go full-time so. and you're so you're based at Sheffield Technology Parks aren't you what's it what's it like being supported in that environment oh it's fantastic I think so they, they have a saying about Central Park in New York City that if you sit there long enough everybody in the city will walk by I feel like tech parks is that for the startup community in Sheffield. Like, I think if you sit here long enough, everybody you need to know will probably walk by at some point in time. So it's funny, you know, sometimes I'll be in the lobby and somebody will be talking to me about needing to meet somebody else. And then that somebody else will walk in. And then, you know, before you know it, you have a a meeting that you didn't expect or just the whole community feel of everybody kind of understanding what's going on in your business and trying to cheer it on. You know, you get a win or you have a, you walk in a little slumped over like, Oh, I should have done that differently. Um, and there's just a huge community there. So yeah, it's fantastic. How did you find out about it? Oh, we were looking for co-working spaces in Sheffield and I guess just emailed and we're like, Hey, what's your rates? What does this look like? Um, and Tom and Rose said, actually, we have a program that might work for you. And then the rest is history. So they, they're absolutely fantastic at, you know, making sure that you're connected to the right people and in the fold and, and supportive. And yeah, I've gone to Tom for quite a few things quite regularly, but yeah, definitely make the fabric of the place for sure. What's your vision for the future of Tuba and for your career? Yeah. Oh, my vision for Tuba. So, you know, we are, we're on a mission to make machine learning and AI accessible to really any company. Um, But really we have a focus on SMEs um, and medium enterprises right now. And my long-term vision is being able to have a platform that's so easy to use that any company or really individual as well, but any company could go link up their data and have machine learning and AI running um, in their environment or through our environment, having results coming to them just in a matter of a few minor clicks um, or a couple of days. And do you feel like you want to grow the company in terms of your team? Yes, absolutely. So um, we're expecting to do quite a few hires this year. Um, and we also are um, looking to, to eventually expand out into the US and Europe but that's probably a couple of years from now. Oh, wow. UK focused right now. Mm-hmm. And what about, have you got a plan 
or an idea or a dream for your own like personal career progression or do you just see tuba right now I think mainly just tuber with exception of, you know, being able to get to that place that, you know, I've succeeded with tuber and can share that, that knowledge elsewhere. Um, but, you know, I think a lot of times you have to make the mistakes yourself in order to learn them. But if my experience can help anyone, you know, maybe make a slightly different mistake and, you know, move a little bit faster, or if it makes another female more um, comfortable to take the leap or, you know, wh whatever it might be, I really see my career going more into the space where I, you know, always work with startups in some way, shape or form. Uh, finally, can you offer any nuggets of wisdom for people running a small business? I would say it's important to always be questioning and try not to get too stagnant in the way things are done or what you're looking at. Um, no, don't be afraid to adapt to new technologies to move your business forward. And that, you know, there's going to be ups and downs, but hopefully that you know try to and, and try to celebrate the wins when they happen wonderful thank you so much and best of luck for the next steps you're taking with the business thank you thanks it's been great to chat today